Welcome to the Retirement Pilot with Steve Hoover. Please discard unnecessary fees and expenses before going through security. Check your emergency fund at the gate and securely stow your well-conceived portfolio in the overhead bin. And when we reach cruising altitude, remember, you are now free to move about retirement. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the Retirement Pilot. Thanks for tuning into the podcast as we get into November. And this is our Thanksgiving episode. We'll be knocking this one out and dropping it just a few days before Thanksgiving. And unfortunately, we're going to talk about a sensitive subject that may not sound like the most uh, fantastic thing to do around Thanksgiving. But you got family together. It's important to talk about what your wills and your wishes, excuse me, what your wishes and wants are and what for them to do when you're no longer here. And so, Steve, we're going to talk about what to do when we lose a loved one this episode of the podcast. Thanks for hanging out with me. Sounds good. Appreciate it. Absolutely. So, look, not a pleasant thing, but, you know, we do have family together. It's it's that time of the year when we're able to get together and spend some time. And maybe this isn't dinner conversation, but it's certainly important when you've got loved ones around to talk about these things, especially if you're moving through retirement, because, you know, we're all going to pass away at some point. And you've got a great white paper uh, that we're offering, a great report that we're offering with the podcast this go around as well. If you'd like to get a copy of that, you can email Steve. But tell me a little bit about it and really just the topic that we're talking about about? Well, one of the things that, as you said, very difficult to do is to discuss end of life things. Right. And, you know, a lot of people don't like to discuss it. And I know when my mother was was um, in failing health, she would bring it up and it would be something that we really just didn't want to to discuss. And it's understandable. But yeah. But we we had to because, right. you know, I don't know of anybody who gets out of this alive. No, the mortality is, rates are, the, yeah, <laughs> they're still 100%. Yeah, I mean, we're all going to be at, at, at that place at, at some point. We just don't know when. So it's very, very important that, that things are organized. Right. Um, I've, I've been doing this over 25 years and, and I've had to deal with, with settling estates where, where mom and dad had a lot of different things and they weren't put together and the kids... Um, or even the surviving spouse doesn't know where everything is and don't know what to do. Yeah, and um, I imagine, that, unfortunately, Steve, that's the downside of your business, right? I mean, it is it's something you've got to deal with. Uh, it's you know an unfortunate negative part, but it, again, it is what it is, and hopefully, people have that resource to turn to because it is a tough time. It is, and I mean, you know, if a spouse passes away, the other spouse tends to be uh, in shock. And sure. really isn't into doing anything at that particular time just because of the emotion. Then it usually falls to the kids um, and they're able to do a lot more a lot of times I've found in my experience than the, the surviving spouse. But the problem is some folks tend to um, do it all themselves. And I can remember one client, uh, dad did everything. Mom had no idea. She She knew how to uh, or write checks out of the checkbook and do that type of stuff, but really had no idea what they owned, where everything was, what brokerage accounts. She just basically relied on her husband to take care of it. And I've had uh, clients where the husband did the same thing. He relied on on his spouse um, to do everything. And when we went in and I'd have to meet with the spouse, surviving spouse, or even the children, it's just like trying to to piece something together because it's all over the place. And I know what steps to take. I know what documents I'm looking for. I know what uh, to do. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't. And my white paper really gives you a step-by-step. What it really does is it says, okay, 
these are the documents you need to go looking for. And this is probably where they are. And then what you need to do in the first week, you need to do in the second week, you need to do in the third week, you need to get accomplished within the month. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. And it has sample language to send to the Social Security Administration, to IRA custodians, et cetera. So it's an all-in-one packet that really gives you a, a map to follow. And when I've used this with clients and give it to them and we've had to implement it, it makes everybody's life so much simpler. Uh, nobody wants to sit around and hunt around for documents, hunt around for the original will, hunt around for the trust or anything of that nature. So if everything is kind of put together all at once and everybody kind of knows where to go, it, it just makes that particular issue a lot easier to, to handle. Yeah, no, definitely. And it's one of those things too, Steve, when we're together, you know, it's not, it's not fun, sexy talk to say, hey, let's talk about a will or a trust or whatever these, but these things are important and they're usually pretty easily fixable too, right? So while you're still around, you could take care of some of these things to make that even easier for people when you do pass on. It is. And I always tell people, look, it's so much easier to get things done when you're alive <laughs> than when you're right. dead. Because when you're gone, we can't really change anything or do anything. Yeah, a little hard to uh, get your input, right? Yeah. And, and a lot of times it's just, you don't have to broach the subject of, okay, mom, dad, you know, what are you going to leave me and, and my sister right. or yeah, my yeah, brother yeah. or what have you? But what's it's your wishes, saying, right? Yeah. What, you know, you've, you've got this, you know, you've, you've done well, you've provided for us and, and yourselves. What are your wishes? I mean, you know, do you have them written down? Do you have a will? Do you have a trust? Do you have these things written down? Because we want to honor your wishes. Right. And, that is so important. I can't tell you how important that is to get done. And not saying you want to go around and start putting stickers on things and say, okay, mom, dad, when you're dead, I want this. <laughs> right, right. And you know, you sister can have that. It's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about mom and dad deciding where their assets to go. They accumulated them, they earned them, but they need to put a little work into figuring out what they want to do with it. Otherwise, if they don't, you leave it up in the air and you leave it to the kids to fight it out. And I've sat yeah, through, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've sat through a, a couple of meetings with, with fighting um, children. And not one of the questions um, needs to be asked about when I I'm talking to clients, mom and dad, mm -hmm. have you ever had to be a referee between your kids? And it's like, Oh boy. Yeah. Those two can really get at it. And I said, well, let me assure you when you're both not here, there's no referee. And when money's involved, there can be some real problems. Yeah. So, you know, I was just thinking the same thing, Steve, with it being Thanksgiving, you know, think about when you have family together, inevitably somebody says something, right? And a family, argue, it's almost like a family tradition, a Thanksgiving tradition where somebody will get into an argument, right? Over politics or culture or something. Somebody will say something, you know, football, whatever it is. And if you think your family argue can argue, you know, over Thanksgiving, wait till money's involved, right? Because unfortunately, and everybody says, oh, my kids won't do that. And money just brings out the worst in people sometimes. It does. And if nobody's there to be a referee, mm -hmm. it boy, it, it can be bad. And, and you can referee from beyond, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the purpose of a trust. Yeah. Uh, a trust is basically ruling from the grave. You Whatever you desire to have happen with your money is written into the trust. And that's what happens. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you leave it, you don't, you leave it up in the air and you leave it either the probate court or you leave it to your children to fight it out. And one of the funny things, Mark, is I always find as I said, I've done this for over 25 years, is, is that sometimes it's not the, 
the, the, the siblings mm-hmm. getting after each other. It's the spouses behind the siblings oh, yeah, yeah. that tend to be the, the issue. The one spouse is whispering in the ear of the, their, their spouse, you know, you did more for mom and dad than your sister did. So you should get more yeah. than your sister did. And, and that's when that occurs, um, boy, that is, that is a problem. But you, the more you can do before, it just makes life so much easier for your kids, for your financial advisor like me or whoever you use. Yeah. To, to get done what you want done. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that. I was just talking with someone the other day, uh, an advisor, and they had a client situation where we were talking about family getting, you know, unfortunately into it because of things, even with sometimes when things are spelled out. He had three children. He left, uh, you know, 30% to each, right? 30, 60, 90. And then he had five grandchildren, two with one child, two with another. One uh, of the children only had one. So he left 2% the final 10% of his estate to each of the grandkids. Totally even, right? 30, 30, 30, 2, 2, 2 across the board. But one of the children said, well, wait a minute, your family's getting technically more because you have one more child than me. How is that fair? Even though the numbers were the same, they still felt somehow slighted because they didn't have two children and the other couples did. Very strange, right? I mean, you just never know what's going to happen. So even with it spelled out sometimes, this infighting can happen. So really going through, and this document's a great way to help get started with this. It's things to you know move your way through. It just the more you can take off the table, the happier your, your family would be, and I think anyway. It is. The more you can spell out, um, there's one other piece that you in the back of it that you can do. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people can spell out specifically personal property items that you want somebody to get. Okay. So usually this is done in a will. The back of the will usually will have um, a, a page of where you can spell out saying, okay, I want son to get the golf clubs. Right. I want the daughter to get my wedding ring. I want grandchild number one to get a specific painting or grandchild number two to get a specific whatever piece of art. Right, right. And you spell that out and that's included in the back of the will. And that really helps as well because then you don't get the, the personal representative, which usually is one of the children or both of them, fighting it out, who's going to get what, when it could be really something insignificant of something that could be worth $10 can destroy a relationship between a brother and a sister or brothers or what have you. Yeah, definitely. Well, again, it's important to do, you know, to have these conversations and to go through the conversation ahead of time. A lot of times, Steve, that's half the battle. I mean, yeah, you can do the will and the trust and you can get everything all laid out, but I think being a good, effective communicator with your own family and saying, hey guys, this is what you know I want, and then you've got these things in place goes a long way. And to your point, even if it's just the spouse not knowing what to do and having these things in place, a lot of times we talk about how relationships, one person kind of leads the charge financially, the other one could care less as long as it's being taken care of. And it's still important to know who to turn to and where your stuff is once you do lose that spouse, because usually that's Murphy's Law, right? The one that goes is the one that was handling everything. Yeah, that's true. Now, one of the things that I provide my clients that I think is probably one of the the best things is as long as they use it, again, it's a tool, sure. as long as they, they use it, it's what's called the financial intelligence binder. And what it is, is just simply a three ring binder. And in it are tabs that have tabs for tax returns, life insurance policies, annuities, uh, brokerage accounts, IRAs, um, wills, trust. Uh, it has a tab. And what I always ask my clients to do is fill that binder in, put in a copy of your 
um, brokerage statements, mutual fund statements, uh, a copy of your will and trust and power of attorney, uh, a copy of life insurance policies, long-term care policies. Uh, if you have annuities, put annuity um, statements in there mm-hmm. and fill and just build that book. Because if something were to happen to one of the other spouse, then everything is in one place. And then I've had it a number of times where one of the spouses passes away. The other surviving spouse comes in with their financial intelligence binder, and we're able to get everything settled up pretty quickly because everything is right there. Right. Um, and and, that, and that eliminates the emotional confusion, right? Because now you've got all this stuff there. You're definitely emotionally distraught. And so it just makes any decision making much easier when it's nice and compact. It is. And everything is, is, is there. So you never have to worry about it. Both mom and dad go. You tell the kids, go get the financial in, financial in, intelligence binder. Sorry. Oh, you're that. fine. And it, say it's on, it's in the safe. It's in the the library. It's in a drawer. Go get it. It's what I, we tell our kids yeah. uh, to go. Yeah. If something happens to your mom and I, go to this binder. It has everything. It has our entire financial situation in there and go to it. Now you can start settling our estate. And in the front of it, is the what to do when you lose a loved one checklist yeah. um, that I'm offering everybody. And in fact, if somebody wants that financial intelligence binder, I'll send it to them as well. Okay, I fantastic. think it's very, very important that you have that. But there is a little work that has to go into it. You actually have to put things in it. Yeah, it's but, like you said, it's a tool. You can't you can't build a house with, if you don't use the tool, right? So, that's right. And yeah. and you don't have to, you know, you know, if you've got mom and dad and they're in their 80s and, and they've done well for themselves and, um, you know, give them the binder. I mean, say, look, <laughs> you know, at some point something's going to happen to one or Start both of you. filling this out. Yeah. And, right. And, and one of the things that, that when I was trained years ago, the gentleman who, who trained me said, sometimes you can't love people more than uh, they love their people. So in other yeah, words, yeah. you or said another way, you can't care more about it than they care about it. And sometimes some people just don't care or sometimes they just they, it just is overwhelming. But yeah, I would say so for the vast it, majority yeah. for the vast majority of the people I work with and talk with, they they do care and and they do want to do right by their kids and grandkids. And this financial intelligence binder plus the what to do when you lose the, lose a loved one packet really um, is is doing right by them. Fantastic. Well, let me remind folks. So get a copy. Email Steve, Steve H at Wealth Partners Corp, Wealth Partners, C-O-R-P.com. Steve H at Wealth Partners Corp.com. I will put it in the show notes and stuff as well. But email Steve to get a copy of this month's white paper that what to do when you lose a loved one. And as Steve said, he'll even toss in the binder, which is fantastic. So really great value, really good information. Uh, it is the holidays, but don't let that be a deterrent from, you know, sometimes people, we always find a way to make an excuse or procrastinate. Don't let that be, you know, because it's, you know, a downer or whatever the case is. And when you get the stuff done, you actually feel much better and it actually alleviates things and you can really enjoy the family time even more. So reach out to Steve, let him know you'd like a copy of it. Again, email him to Steve H at wealthpartnerscorp.com or call him at 913-685-3207. Uh, anything else we missed, Steve? No, that's it. I think it's something that is, um, especially when you have family around, you can broach the subject. You don't have to broach it direct, but you can broach the subject fairly easily. You know, gosh, you know, and Brent, put it on yourself. Here's a great way to do it. Put it on yourself. Say, boy, you know, mom and dad, my wife and I, we, we uh, put together this financial intelligence binder. It really is. We feel so good about it. 
And uh, do you all happen to have one? Yeah, there you go. And they'll say, oh, no, we don't have one. Well, why don't we get you one? And and then, you know, you can fill it in when you want, but I, I think you'll feel better when you have it. Yeah, let's pull this together. Yeah, that's a great idea. Right. So if you put it onto yourself that you've done it, people tend to do what other people do yeah. and as opposed to being told what to do. Yeah, so that's one way to broach it. <laughs> very true. Especially telling your parents, right? Uh, as yeah, they get older. Tell your parents, do this, do that. Yeah. Uh, our um, kids kind of look forward to that at some point, telling us what to do. My daughter's already started and I'm you know, only 50 and she's 25. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. But you know, they look forward to it, but we don't always take that information so well. So there you go. That's a great way of doing it. Uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, all that stuff. You can find the information at wealthpartnerskc.com. That's Steve's website, wealthpartnerskc.com. And again, if you'd like to get a copy of that information this week or this month on the podcast, email him, Steve H at wealthpartnerscorp.com. Steve, have a great Thanksgiving. You and your family enjoy the family time and uh, and the football and the, the food and everything that comes with it. Sounds great. Same to you, Mark. And we'll see you next time here on The Retirement Pilot with Steve Hoover. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.